The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Uh, you guys looking on the video platform. Yeah, I messed it up this morning. I, I stuck it in Bradley's spot. And then when I went to change it back, it disappeared off of my side and left the other side. So you probably won't get this. It probably won't look like this for you. But whenever it sticks, there's a cache there. The guys didn't leave us a button where you can clear that cache and do it and everything. Anyway, left side of the page, you'll see a, a video there. That'll be Bradley's show. It won't be mine. It won't be what you see right there, uh, you guys on the video platform. And then on the right side is where we are. Click on the play button. There, there'll be an image there and there'll be a play button. Just click on that and I'll blow it up on whatever device you got. Look for the rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. And uh, there you're going to see... Uh, or you can click on that and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. Got a lot of friends over there this morning. Good morning to see. Good to see you guys. Um, and then also be sure to subscribe to the channel Rumble Sons of Liberty Radio Live. That's the channel Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. Please subscribe to that. We'd appreciate your support over there. And then also beforeitsnews.com, top of the page over there. And appreciate those guys giving us a spot over there. Back to sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you would like to subscribe to our email newsletter, please do so. Um, that gives you all the articles for the day that we put out at sonsoflibertymedia.com, myself, Bradley, and we have some other contributors as well. And so uh, please sign up for that. You'll get that in your email inbox late afternoon, early evening, every day. And then if you want our ministry email, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sonsoflibertyradio.com, you can sign up for that on the front page. That goes out once a week on Saturdays. Tells you what the Sons of Liberty are involved in what or what we just got done doing or what we're just about to do. Uh, there's always something going on there. And that's exclusive content. So be sure and sign up for that. Also, our store is available. I, I haven't mentioned that in a while, but the store is available. Uh, if you've got a T-shirt that you want a good message that you can start a conversation up with, lots of those in there. There's coffee mugs. I don't think we have the water bottles anymore. There's books. Um, I'm trying to think of other hats and, and things of that nature. And then, of course, the little dog tags. 
uh, with Sons of Liberty and 1 John 3.18 on it if you want to pick those up. Uh, they're great gifts and also great conversation starters. So if you're interested in any of that, please do that and check that out. And then if you're interested in helping us stay out here doing what we're doing on Internet radio and I'm out among the people, there's a donate button. You can make a one-time donation or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And we appreciate that very much. Um, I, I don't like getting into that, but we do survive off of supporters. I mean, that's that's the whole idea is, is you guys keep us out there. And, you know, as the Apostle Paul went, he, he did work on his own. Uh, I'm not above going and doing manual labor. I do it anyway. Um, <clears throat> but when he had the funds, when he had the support to do it, he gave himself to full-time ministry, and that's what he would do. So um, as long as you guys do that, then we can keep doing at the pace we're doing uh, the things that we are doing. Today, I want to, uh, you know, I I had a several things in my mind uh, about, by the way, if you want to call in and chime in on any of this, you can. Please stick to one of the topics that we're talking about here, though. The, the topic is the poisoning of America, body, mind, and spirit. And uh, we're going to talk about several of these, just a bunch of stuff that I've got here. And then we're going to go to scripture and we're going to see, okay, well, what has God said about much of this? how we guard ourselves against it. This one right here, I, you're talking about just, if this isn't the epitome of the wickedness of the people in authority or have been, an authority has been usurped that the people never gave to the federal government and it's funding things like the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, which is unconstitutional, and if this doesn't demonstrate the wickedness of these people and why D.C. needs to be abolished, you, you, do, you abolish D.C., you eliminate their ability to print money through the Federal Reserve. You also eliminate all that printed money going down to all of these organizations, uh, NGOs, unconstitutional agencies. You eliminate all that money going to them and you, you, starve, you basically starve the beast. I've said it time and time again. We've got lawless actions, mainly because we got people with unregenerate hearts. That's the first thing, but we but they're doing it with lawless money. So this chick right here, she is the new Center for Disease Control and Prevention director. Her name is Mandy Cohen, and she's just as wicked as the other chick, Wojowski or whatever her name was. She's just as wicked as her. I want you to listen as she laughs about how non-serious <laughs> I don't that she took and others took their role in putting up policies to restrain as though they have the authority to restrain the American people as though they were given that and the American people many of them just went right along now I know a lot of you guys listening didn't praise God for that but a lot of them went right along with it, thinking they're a legitimate authority. And, uh, you know, we captured even the uh, the main thing here. She's got her throwing up her devil horns. Um, this is her. I want you to hear what she had to say about how she came to these policies, how nonchalant she was while she engaged in going and doing the very things that she was telling the American people not to do. Listen to this. So I would call, probably the person I called most was the Secretary of Health and Human Services in Massachusetts. 
she worked for a Republican governor just to, um, but you know, when, when she was like, are you, are you going to let them have professional um, uh, football? And I was really like, nope. And she's like, okay, neither are we, neither are we. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so uh, you know, it was like conversations like that. So, or, or I'd be like, so when are you going to think about lightening up a mess? They're like, so you're like next Monday. I'm like, okay, next Monday. <laughs> okay. So you see what's going on. Are you going to let them have professional football? Now, I don't care about professional football, but it's not the government's place to say they can or can't do it. It's just not their place. In fact, you know what? A lot of people would be more ticked off about professional sports. You know, they go there and they do their alleged patriotic thing of pledging allegiance and listening to Star Spangled Banner. They do all that. Do you know that that's funded by the federal government? Where is that in the Constitution? But they get mad if somebody takes a knee on the football field, but they're not mad that the federal government is taking their money and funding that little thing at the first. They're not mad about that. But this lady has the audacity to say, yeah, yeah, we're not going to let them have professional football. And she's laughing about it, joking about it with conversation. No real thought to anything that they're doing. They just want to wield their usurped power over the people. I don't know if that makes you mad, but if you ask me, it's treasonous against the people. This is the same woman who got with others and told you about wearing a mask, which cuts down your oxygen flow. Same thing for your kids. These are the same people that said you need to social distance. These are the same people telling you all this goofy stuff about how chlorine dioxide is some kind of bleach, and it's not. I'm going to get to a story on that, too. They're, they're telling you that, that things that helped, even pharmaceuticals, and by the way, ivermectin and hydro, hydroxychloroquine, any of you guys pushing that, I'm just telling you, chlorine dioxide will do what it does. No side effects at all. Never has had the side effects. Those things do have side effects. They're listed in their... Uh, in the the documentation that they have on each of those. Yeah, did they work? Yeah, sure. Are the side effects somewhat mild? Seems that way. But it's still big pharmaceutical. Big pharma. That's who you're funding. But this lady, I got to tell you, remember that name. She needs to be one right on the front line when the gallows is built uh, to be arrested, charged, tried and if found guilty not a prison cell they need they need to be in the ground there needs to be a monument erected over these people when they're brought to justice that says you don't do what these people did and if you think that's unbiblical if you think that's unchristian you haven't read your bible you you haven't read your bible yeah, but Tim, we're not under the old covenant. Well, God hasn't changed what he said. I know we're not under the old covenant. But it's not two different gods going on here. And if you read the New Testament, it's even a worse punishment for trampling underfoot the blood of the Son of God. How much, you know, if, if one perished at the witness of two or three testimonies under Moses is what the writer of Hebrews says. How much more the one who does that? 
And isn't this what they're doing? They don't look to Christ. No, they put Christ down. They mock him. They don't tell you the things that I'm going to tell you here from Scripture. They don't tell you that stuff. And I go back, you know, all of this talk about Donald Trump. I got to tell you, I'm not buying any of this sideshow that they're doing. I'm not buying any of it. You know, they're trying to make it so dramatic now. Uh, he He's being tried for something or he's being charged for something or indicted for it that, that carries the death penalty. You know, they want to build it up. And the more they do it, what's it doing? Tell me what it's doing. It's giving him free airtime. It's putting his name in the mind of the people. And I'm guaranteeing you, the majority of people who go vote, they either vote a party line or they vote a name they recognize. They could, they don't know anything about the person. They're going in there and that's what they're doing. I'll guarantee you the majority of people are doing that. And for those who continue to worship Donald Trump, same thing. This is a poisoning of the mind. It really is. It's a poisoning of the mind. I'll take you back to just, just how poisonous is it? I showed you a video, what, a week or two ago, where Trump went over to Israel and they gave him the crown of Jerusalem. You guys remember that? They gave him the crown of Jerusalem. I've talked about how good he's been to Israel. All this kind of stuff. Well, he was not the president of Israel. It wasn't his job to, quote unquote, be good to Israel and fund them and do all this other stuff. It's not his job to do that or any other nation for that matter. He's supposed to be the president of the United States. Yet, this is what he had tweeted out. He retweeted this from Wayne Allen Root. President Trump is the greatest president for Jews and for Israel in the history of the world, not just America. He's the best president for Israel in the history of the world, and the Jewish people in Israel love him. Like he's the second coming, excuse me, like he's the king of Israel. Well, they just gave him that crown, didn't they? They love him like he is the second coming of God. There's, we actually have recordings where they actually believe he's, a, he's Messiah number one. And that his son-in-law is Messiah number two. I actually have recordings of them saying that. And then this guy, Wayne Allen Root, says, but American Jews don't know him or like him. They don't even know what they're doing or saying anymore. It makes no sense, but that's okay. If he keeps doing what he's doing, he's good for all Jews, blacks, gays, everyone. And importantly, he's good for everyone in America who wants a job. Really? So, so the issue is, if you want a job, he's good for you. <laughs> Just... And these people apparently don't know basic economics. I mean, this guy put us ten, almost $10 trillion more in debt in one term. Barack, it took Barack Obama two terms to get sort of that amount. One term for Trump. But the economy was great, right? That's what you're told. Well, I had more money in my pocket. Okay, I'll grant you there's a three-card Monty thing going on there, but that is this is a poisoning of the mind. It is a poisoning of the mind. It's interesting. I ran across this, this little deal here the other day. Um, at the patent, at the patent office. 
method of a- an apparatus for inducing desired states of consciousness. This patent was um, uh, granted in 1994. Now, it's said to expired uh, 2011. Nevertheless, the, the technology is out there. And of course, they promote it as, well, this is helping with sleep cycles and all that. You can, you can bet that this is going much further than that. This guy, Robert Monroe, he also had another one. This was another patent that he had. I don't know why it takes a little bit. Long. Method of inducing mental, emotional, and physical states of consciousness, including specific mental activity in human beings. How do you like knowing that they do have technology out there where they can manipulate your conscious state. How do you like knowing that stuff? That's a that's a part of that's a part of what's going on here too. This manipulation, and I do believe it all goes back to MK Ultra. I believe that they've learned how to manipulate masses of people, not just one person, not one person at a time. They've they've learned how to do it. And because the people have not been diligent in guarding their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, they are succumbing to that. They're succumbing to it. This is another one that it's this is a huge one. This really is a huge one. And uh, I put this out yesterday just because I had a lot of videos on this. And I pulled them off the Rumble channel. Why are space agencies faking space activity? And does NASA have a depopulation agenda? Yeah, they do. They actually do. Uh, We had the NASA depopulation um, uh, document up. And if you go down through some of these, there is this is a video on that right here. And I think it's, uh, let me just hit it right quick. Yep, it's like 35 minutes, so I'm not going to play that. But there, the, uh, this is a Deborah Tavares, and the document actually exists, so it's not like you can't find it, right? We also did interviews with Bart Sabrell and the late Dr. Michael Roth on the moon, the fake moon landings. Uh, we had this gentleman right here who claims that his father was, in, and now he died, I think it was last year. Uh, and so that's why Bart released this video. But his father told him that he was involved in the filming of the fake moon landings. Uh, there's several of these. And I'm not going to tell you what to believe about it. You can check them out. You can see and you can come to your own conclusion. I'm not here to to tell you what to believe about it. But over and over and over, there are we've even got uh, and I think I've showed this on a show before. You can actually go to Google Earth and you can locate this place in Canada, this is where they're doing the the Mars stuff. (laughs) It's where they're doing it. It's the exact same thing they're showing you on Mars. Absolutely incredible. And then, do you remember the the particular um, uh, astronaut? I was just going to do something for those who had not seen it, who had allegedly almost drowned in space. Oh, he had a water leak. Really? A water leak? Huh. A water leak in space. Bubbles in space. That's what they're telling us. That they want us to believe. You know that guy was in a pool somewhere and his helmet was filling up with water. You know that's what was going on, right? Then we have this video here. It's kind of interesting. Uh, You know, look, I'm not, 
I'm not one who's decided on any of this stuff, but I'm going to tell you what, I start leaning towards against everything that these people tell us. Just, I'm just saying. But they pulled documents up here in which a flat, non-rotating earth is at the center, and they say it in their own documents. If you don't believe me, check this out. If the Earth were a globe with a curvature drop roughly equal to 8 inches per mile squared, and the surface of the Earth and its atmosphere allegedly rotated at approximately 1,000 miles per hour at the equator, as claimed by the globe model, you'd assume those claims would be vital to NASA and the military for modeling and building aircraft. Instead, you'll see through declassified documents that government agencies and their contractors repeatedly assumed a flat and stationary Earth. For example, this NASA document assumes a flat, non-rotating Earth. Georgia Institute of Technology, on behalf of NASA, the model used is a flat, non-rotating Earth. Technical memo from the NASA Langley Research Center, flat, non-rotating Earth. NASA technical memorandum, flat, non-rotating Earth. NASA publication on the derivation and definition of a linear aircraft model, flat, non-rotating Earth, and flat, non-rotating Earth. NASA contractor, flat, non-rotating Earth, and flat Earth assumptions. NASA Ames Research Center, non-rotating flat Earth. Army Research Laboratory, Flat Earth. Army Research Laboratory, Propagation of Electromagnetic Fields over Flat Earth. Army Research Laboratory, a Flat Earth Approximation provides the best estimate. NASA Technical Paper, Stationary Atmosphere over a Flat, Non-Rotating Earth. NASA Technical Memo, a Non-Rotating Earth. MIT Department of Aeronautics and Astronautics, Flat Earth, Flat Earth. NASA Memo, Flat, Non-Rotating Earth. NASA Contractor Report, Assumption Based on the Earth is Flat and Non-Rotating. NASA Technical Memo, Flat, Non-Rotating Earth. NASA Technical Paper, Stationary Atmosphere and Flat, Non-Rotating Earth Assumptions. NASA Technical Note, Flat, Non-Rotating Earth. NASA Langley Research Center, Flat, Non-Rotating Earth. Army Research Laboratory, These Equations Assume a Flat Earth. Even the Soviets made their assumptions based on a flat Earth. Now, isn't that interesting? I Look, I didn't manipulate anything. You see the documents yourself. And by the way, uh, if I throw the, the video link in here, one of the things, and I'm going to throw it in the archive, just for those of you who may say, oh, I just don't believe I think you can go. All the links for all the documents this guy's talking about are in there and they go to the government sites. So it's not it's not going to me. It's not going to any, it's what they say. I could show you this other one uh, that we threw in here yesterday and them faking all of this stuff. I'm not going to spend time on it because I got several things I just want to put out there. But all these videos are there at sonsoflibertymedia.com. This one was from yesterday. Uh, why are space agencies faking space activity? And does NASA have a depopulation agenda? You can check them out for yourself. You can come to your own conclusion over that. Okay. But I'm not going to ignore what's right there. Just like some people think that I ignore the issue of the existence of giants. Because of what I think about Genesis 6. I don't. I've never denied that. There's plenty of evidence all throughout the scripture for giants. Plenty of evidence for that. But there's more than that. We're continually being poisoned. Uh, now, this comes from um, Greg Reese. Now, I I put out an article, I don't know, uh, last week or the week before, talking about this and citing this uh, Dr. Anna Maria Mah Mahalsia. I, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce her name. 
And Greg Reese did a short report based off of her findings as well. I want to play this for you because this is saying she's discovered that those people who didn't take the shot have got the same kind are getting the same kind of stuff in their blood that the people who took the shot got. Right. So check this out. Dr. Charles Morgan, former CIA and consultant for the U.S. military on neurological sciences, spoke to cadets at West Point in 2018 about the current state of technology. He briefed the cadets on experiments from 2013 where humans were given neural implants that allowed them to control prosthetic arms with their thoughts. Experiments where one person can control another person's hands by just wearing an EEG cap. The person on the receiving end described the sensation as rather odd. said, I didn't know anything until I saw my hand beginning to move. But the really fun part was that you're taking over somebody else's physical body with the mind of another human. So what do you think would be the next step? Experiments where information is transmitted from one mind to another and experiments where memories are erased Dr. Morgan admits they have the technology to target an individual person. But you can engineer anything. You can engineer a unique thing that would only kill one person in the world. And are working on the ability to erase the memories of any human they choose. Their biggest challenge five years ago was being able to interface with the hippocampus without the use of physical wires. And this is most likely one of the motivating factors for the deployment of the experimental COVID shots. Using dark field microscopy, Dr. Anna Maria Mihalcia has captured in great detail what the scientific literature describes as effective technologies that exist today. Technology such as quantum dots. Quantum dots are nanotechnology with the ability to organize, operate, communicate, and build structures within the blood. They do so with a tunable photoluminescence that can be programmed to dictate various tasks via optical communication. The description and images displayed in the scientific literature compared to what Mihalcia's dark field microscopy has captured are the same. You can see the quantum dots blinking in different colors, acting as the artificial intelligence directing the self-assembly around them. Bubbles are created within the blood that act as construction sites. Within these construction bubbles, the quantum dots organize the various materials into self-assembly. These technologies are being found in both the blood of the vaccinated and in the blood of the unvaccinated. Depending on what materials are needed, the quantum dots will trigger them into self-assembly. The COVID vaccines are full of rare and heavy metals to make all manner of nanotechnology. But it seems as if almost everyone is infected with some sort of nanotech. According to several research teams, everyone's blood seems to contain the materials required to produce the filaments and the latticework for this technology. Blood samples that appear to be healthy have been completely transformed by applying a mere 10 milliamps of electric current for two hours. And it looks as if we may have been infected by the chemtrails. Morgellons disease was first reported in 2002. It's when synthetic fibers or filaments are growing in a person's body. 
It has been theorized for decades that this was being spread via chemtrails. And under a microscope, it appears to be the same filaments that people today are calling blood clots and what the scientific journals call self-assembled hydrogels. According to Dane Wigington from geoengineeringwatch.org, nanoparticles are being sprayed worldwide. The good news is that Dr. Mielcia's research has found a remedy. The iron in the infected blood has been oxidized to a 3-plus state, and by taking antioxidants, one is able to dissolve these filament clots. She has found that EDTA chelation therapy will remedy infected blood within three days, and megadosing vitamin C also seems to work. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right, so you heard what was going on there uh, in the infection being also in those people who didn't take the shots. Uh, so it's getting in their blood. Now, you also heard the reference for EDTA, right? Now, who was the guy that you know who came on this show who told you about EDTA? Dr. Michael Roth. Several times we had him. He said, yep, it'll take care of the graphene oxide. It'll, it'll even go past the blood-brain barrier, grab the junk out of your brain, that if, if it's got up in there, and bring it out of the body. It's a, it's a detox cream. You can get that. In fact, we're trying. I'm trying to get his... His, uh, his widow to come on, she made mention, said, could you replay one of his shows maybe or something like that? And I said, well, I usually don't do that unless, you know, I just can't make something. I think I've played one replay in however long I've been doing radio. So I use it, but I said, I'd love to bring you on, let the audience meet you. And then she could probably tell you a little bit about what happened with Michael too, if she was interested in doing that. Um, but notice what he's saying and what the remedy was. She said... It was to oxidize. L ladies and gentlemen, again, I'm not a doctor. Don't play one on TV. Didn't spend a night in a holiday in express. But I can tell you this. Chlorine dioxide, it oxygenates the body. And that's why it works so well in the gut. That's why I was putting those things together this past week of the video I saw and all of the information Kate's me. Every disease, when she says every disease originates in the gut. That oxygen goes in there and it kills off all of the bad bacteria, all of the parasites, all, you know, what he's talking about here, the, the Morgellons, all this stuff. It kills off all that kind of stuff. But you got to take and use it. And I do believe because it's a natural compound, you're not funding big pharma in that. And you can make this stuff for pennies on the dollar. I mean, literally, you can buy, you can buy the bag of stuff. And by the way, if you're interested in chlorine dioxide, Bob Sissons, we're going to do an interview today, which I'm going to play on Saturday because I'm going to be at the Real Red Pill Expo. So uh, on Saturday, look for that. Uh, that will be there in place of me and Kate. Eight o'clock a.m. on Saturday, uh, Lord willing. I'm going to play that that interview. If you want to know something about chlorine, Bob, he knows he knows his stuff on this. And he's been using it for several years now. He said, tell me, I, I haven't been sick. I haven't even been sick in that amount of time. And he uses it, you know, prophylactically. Here's another one. I, I showed you the other day the, um, the mosquito factory that Bill Gates has, right? And how 
uh, Ron DeSantis, and I think there's a couple other governors have released these GMO, mod these modified mosquitoes into the public by the millions, by the millions. I showed you that the other day. There was um, a report out by Kim Iverson, and uh, she was pointing to something that we reported on, gosh, last year, the year before. I, I don't know. My time just runs so long. But she was pointing out that these mosquitoes could carry their mRNA stuff and could lead to mass vaccination without consent. See, they've been emboldened because they didn't give people informed consent during the convicts. In fact, we had people opening up the insert that says it was left blank intentionally. Didn't show the people the side effect. And there was like 400 adverse effects, all this. They've been emboldened to where they just think, well, now we'll just put it in the mosquitoes. We'll send the mosquitoes like the little flying monkeys of the witch from the Wizard of Oz. They'll go do our bidding. And, and these people won't even know they've been given the shot. Yeah. You can find that also, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and you can watch the report there as well from uh, Kim Iverson. But uh, check that out as well. Also, the, this Chinese biolab. Now, I'm going to tell you, just on a personal level, I, it looks hokey to me. It looks like some people put something in there to make people scared, to point the finger at China, to get the get the eyeballs of Americans off the real tyrants and the dictators and the criminals and the traitors in D.C., as well as others. That's what it looks like to me. Nevertheless, David Strom came across the fact that Gavin Newsom's office was funding this little, quote-unquote, biolab. That his office was funding it. Now, this guy, they're slicking up, and they want to push him for the White House, too. They want to push this guy for the White House, too. I mean, he he's dumber than a box of hammers. Most of these guys are. They really are. Oh, they're crafty. They're clever. But they're easily manipulated because they're compromised men. But that's going on as well. Then we've got this guy. He was asked by, uh, we had, um, you remember we had Malcolm Roberts on from Australia, the senator down there. What a great guy. I mean, he's been standing in there exposing all this stuff. And he had a Pfizer spokesman down there and they were asking them, about the shots. Now, we already know there's a website that you can go to where you can find out if you or your loved one had the shot and you've got the little barcode thing that says you got the shot. Then what you can do is you can go to this website and you can see, did I get a placebo? Did I get you know, a small bit of toxins or did I get the major dose of toxins? You can do that. I want you to listen to what Pfizer did for their own employees. And this is coming from their own spokesman's mouth. Um before Malcolm Roberts down there in the uh, in the interview that he had with them. Listen to this. We read that uh, your vaccine mandate was using your own batch of vaccine, especially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Is that correct? Uh, Senator, so Pfizer undertook to import um, a, a batch of vaccine specifically for the employee vaccination program. Mm, mm, yeah. So... 
apparently Pfizer needs its employees, at least long enough now, to keep producing stuff. So they made their own special secret sauce shot and gave it to their employees. I, I'm, I would be curious to find out how many Pfizer employees have myocarditis, have had heart attacks, have had these skin things that, that go on, have lost their sight, have had blood clots or whatever. I'd be curious to see how many Pfizer employees had any of that. I'd really be curious about that. Then we have um, Harp. Great piece by Rhoda Wilson of the Expo, uh, Expose, excuse me. In which, and, and we've talked about Harp too. I mean, these guys deal in frequencies. The people who, who have written me and say, you're talking about energy, you're talking about frequencies, you're getting new age. No, I'm not. They're, they're using this stuff. In fact, we're told they can actually create these tsunamis, these earthquakes and things like that by directing their frequencies straight down into the earth. Who knows if they're just beaming this right onto a person. But she's had this out too. And, uh, you know, it's it's really incredible the stuff that these these people engage in. And I'm sure there's somebody out there who probably had the idea and they probably had every good intention with what they're doing. But knowing the wickedness of the heart of man, man is always going to turn it onto something where he can make money off of it. And if he has to kill somebody to do it, don't think that they aren't there. They are. Again, you come to this show, you're not going to hear the man is basically good argument. You're just not going to hear it because it's not true. Man is depraved. Sin has affected him in the fall, every part of his being. This is why he needs a savior from sin. And there's only one. There's only one name given under heaven among men whereby we can be saved. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. We're also finding out that Pfizer not only is still running around pimping their shots and then pushing all this other stuff. They recently bought out Arena Pharmaceuticals. Why? Because they're the guys who have the treatments for the damage that Pfizer's COVID shot is giving. So Pfizer's playing both sides of the fence. They're, they're damaging you. They're killing you. They're injuring you. And then if you're injured, if it doesn't kill you, then they want to be able to come along. They want to be the savior too. Just like politics. Whoever you see up and put up in politics, I don't care who they are. When you see them put up that way, the, the 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 powers behind them, the money flow behind them, and all of that that's, be, that's behind them. Those guys, they put up the villains and they put up the superheroes for you. The good guys. They put them both up. They're linked to the same thing. And so they bought, they bought this arena pharmaceuticals out for their treatments. They want to own them and they want to profit from them. They're going to profit from your... Uh, getting sick, and they're going to profit from you thinking you're going to get well. Notice the treatments. Remember, we talked about we talked about this on the show one time. But this is to treat the mind, mints like government, govern, control, mint the mind, mind control. Right, the same thing happens here. Treatments. It's something for your mind. It's to make you feel like you're getting better that you're taken care of when in reality they're continuing to make you sick because they're continuing to give you synthetics 
as though it's a treatment for you. And it's not. It really isn't. Another one, media. And this, this goes to, again, the poisoning of the mind. Those are some things about the poisoning of the body. And we talked a little bit at the first about the poisoning of the mind. Here's another one. The media is suddenly okay with mass purge of hard pass access for reporters. Yeah. The Biden administration just got done purging over 400 hard passes, yes, including Simon Adaba, as well as various conservative outlets, outlets like the Daily Signal and the media and civil rights types have nothing to say. This isn't, you know, where's this, where's this Trump judge who said that Trump had to put Jim Acosta... He had a right to be there in the in the Washington press corps. But where's that judge at? Hmm? He's nowhere to be seen, is he? This was the report. Over the past three months, the number of reporters with access to the White House dropped. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to be in the White House anyway. It's a it's a just a hall of demons up there. I mean, that's what it is. That's what they promote is doctrines of demons. It dropped by 31%. There are now 442 fewer reporters with a coveted hard pass, the result of new rules announced in May that took effect Tuesday. Up until this week, the White House didn't disclose the number of reporters who had a hard I, I thought these guys were all about, they, they want freedom of the press. They want freedom of speech. You know, they argue that, and then they turn on the very thing that they're supposed to uphold. Up until this, they didn't disclose the thing. Politico reported within the past three months, the number of hard pass holders dropped from 1,417 to 975. See, they're going to get this smaller group of number so nobody can come in and they can challenge them like this uh, This guy. Uh, this, uh, where was he from? I want to say he was from South Africa, but that's probably not right. But remember that guy? He would cause a stink with um, probably the, the, the dumbest White House press secretary in history. KJP. It's just, it's absolutely incredible. On a good note, and before we get to some scripture on some of this, speaking of chlorine dioxide, the European Society of Medicine, they did a study. Guess what they found out? Chlorine dioxide eradicates antibiotic resistant E. coli. How do you like them apples? See, I've had people say, oh, Tim, you don't know what you're doing. You think you're smarter. I don't, I don't think I'm smart. I, I never have. I'm, I'm not dumb, but I'm, I never claim that I'm smarter than anybody. But here is the European Society of Medicine, and you can read the full report. I've got the full report there in a PDF. You can read it right online. You can see exactly what they say. And, um, of course, you know, e-, e. coli comes in. A lot of people term it as a food poisoning, uh, things that they get there. And um, th- I, when, when, when we're talking about chlorine dioxide as a universal antidote, we're not talking about a snake oil. We're talking about something that targets where the problems are and where are the problems. Again, we talked about this on Saturday, in the gut, in the gut. And again, even when we talked with Kate about the Gerson therapy and cancer treatment stuff, what did they target? They targeted the gut. They target. They knew something was there in the gut that shouldn't be there, and their job was to eliminate that. They weren't there to treat the cancer. They were there to treat 
because the cancer is the symptom. Your eczema, your rashes, your whatever you have is a symptom of a unhealthy gut. I can test. I am. I am living through that now. I am seeing it. And I understand it's a, it's a really simple concept. And yet here they are. This is part of what they state in their report here. Bacterial antibiotic resistance is a problem in all regions with six pathogens accounting for 73.4% of deaths attributable to bacterial AMR or the antibiotic resistant stuff. Namely, the E. coli, and there's several other things I'm not even going to try to pronounce here. Let's just say they're Anna and Tommy and Stacy and Stephanie and Paul. Okay. Now, they do reference the World Health Organization, instigated a global action plan on AMR in 2021, which is still active. Healthcare costs for AMR run into the many billions of dollars worldwide. A review on antimicrobial resistance commissioned by the British government argued that AMR could kill 10 million people per year. Uh, by 2015 has emerged as one of the greatest public health threats of the 21st century. Now, but here's the question. Okay, this is put out by the this is put on by the World Health Organization. The obvious question is, when is the World Health Organization going to start promoting a natural compound, no side effects, that actually makes people well instead of pushing things like Bill and Melinda Gates's deadly poisons? When are they going to do that? That's a question for them. Again, we've had Dr. Andreas Calker on to talk about what this stuff does for um, what was called the convids. But he also made mention of other things. They used it for staph infections. They used it for cancers. They used it for all kinds of... Why? Because all of those things are the symptoms. They're going for the root. Just like when you cut off the lies. <clears throat> We're, you know, we've been swinging at branches so long, we think all we're doing is wearing ourselves out. Because the next season, the branches come back on. Any of you guys ever had to, to prune a, a, a grapevine? And you cut all the little things off and you leave certain little buds there that you want to grow out. And then what happens the next year? Well, they grow back out. But now if you dug that root up, what's going to grow there? Nothing. And sadly, Americans have been taught to chop at the branches instead of hitting the root of the lies. And I think in the convids, had we really pressed them on giving us, <clears throat> give us an isolated virus. Don't tell us you've isolated it. Let's see it for, for ourselves. Give us some things where the average man can get it and go to a lab and they can say, hey, I want to see what's going on here. And then tell us how you isolate it. Because when you look at the isolation process, it's not isolation at all. It's dumping it in with a whole bunch of other material with DNA and everything else. But just so you know, those things are there. One of the interesting things that we read in Scripture and these are just a couple of examples of poisoning the mind, poisoning the body, which poisons the spirit. I mean, the poisoning of the mind definitely poisons the spirit. No question about that. Jesus speaks about some of this, Matthew chapter 6. <clears throat> Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven 
where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? For no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Of course, mammon is money, riches, that kind of stuff. What is pursued by all of these guys, especially in the big farmer realm? They're pursuing money. Now, some of them have other pursuits of control and power and stuff like this. Same thing happens with the politicians. They're being bribed off by the big pharmaceutical companies. Same thing with the Mockingbird Media. They're being bought and paid for by those who are funding their advertising. Now, look, I, I've got little websites with advertising from who knows where, and they'll write me and say, oh, you need to change this. I'm not changing it. You can just not put ads on there. I'm not going to be controlled by the advertising. I'm not going to be done. I throw it up. They determine whether they're going to put it on, whether they agree with my assessment or not. But nobody's going to tell me what I can or cannot say or what I can or cannot think. They're not going to do that. And so Jesus says, our hearts need to be set upon heaven. Now, when I speak about doing things in the here and now, I do that for the sake of, of others that we, that we push that. But I also believe that Jesus is king of the nations. And so I'm going to push his crown rights on the devil on those who serve him. Why? Because he is king. Because he is king. This is another one that we're told out of the Proverbs. From Proverbs chapter 4. He says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all their flesh. Mm. their life and their health. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. He, he talks about keeping the heart with all diligence. Why? Well, Jesus says, out of, the, out of the abundance of the heart, what happens? The mouth speaks. Listen, if you've got a problem with your mouth saying things you shouldn't be saying, it's because of what's in your heart. It's because of what's in your heart. Don't give me excuses. Oh, everybody. No, everybody doesn't do it. Learn to do that. And by the way, James says, man, if a guy learns to control his tongue, boy, he's an upright man who can control his tongue. But here he says, you keep your heart with all diligence. Peter talks about, well, excuse me, let me back up here just a second. <clears throat> I was talking to you, I, I read to you this, this tweet from Donald Trump. I could point to numerous people in the modern church today uh, who are false teachers, who are false prophets. Well, what are we told about that? 
Again, this is a guarding of the mind to keep it from being poisoned. Guarding of the heart. Deuteronomy chapter 13, if there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, uh, and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you. He's testing you. What's he testing you for? To know whether you love the Lord, whether you love Yahweh or not, your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And he goes on and he talks about the, the prophet who says something and it does come to pass, but he leads you after the God you've not known. He leads you after another God other than Yahweh. It's also interesting, Paul brings this up in the passage, you know, uh, over in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. He says this, he said, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. In other words, he realizes he has liberty in Christ. But he also realizes that some people have tender consciences. And so he won't express his liberty for the sake of the love of a brother or for somebody that he's ministering to there. He's not going to just openly offend them because, well, he can. No, that's not the demonstration of love. So he says this, meats are for the belly and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. And the body is not for fornication, but for, for the Lord. For those of you who don't know what fornication is, this is any kind of sex outside of marriage. And the Lord for the body. And God hath both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his own power. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication, for every sin that a man doeth is without his body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are whose? They're God's. Your body is not yours to do with it what you want to do with it, nor your spirit. They're God's. You are stewards of those things. You're a steward of the body. You're a steward of the spirit. We're all going to give an account for what kind of steward we were with our bodies, with our minds, with our spirits, with our strength, with our time, with our energies. We're going to give an account for that. I got a couple of more passages I'm going to hit here, so I'm going to carry over just a couple of minutes. It won't be long. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can catch the end of this. Before it's news.com, top of the page there. Or Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. You can pick us up there. Bradley, be with you at 3, and then Lord willing, we're going to be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m., bright and early. Talk to you then. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from the radio. And there was just a couple more uh, passages that I wanted to bring in here uh, in dealing with some of this as well. Peter also writes this, and this one has always been one that's kind of stuck with me, but 
I guess as I got, as you, as you mature, as you get older, you start putting some of this stuff, it becomes, uh, how shall I say, it, it goes from just, it's in your mind to it's, it's very practical. It becomes more and more practical to you. And this is what Peter writes, Second Peter chapter 1, he says this, Simon Peter, a servant of an apostle to Jesus, of Jesus Christ, um, hang on just one second, because I've got something happening here, but my call isn't showing, so I don't know who's calling what, but they're calling the wrong number. So anyway, um, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord, according as his divine power hath given us unto us all things that pertain unto. Notice this. It's not just spiritual things. He says, life and godliness, life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness in fact this finishes out i should have just pulled up the whole thing here uh godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity or love and he says this for if these things be in you and abound they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ and if you lack these things what does it say you're blind. You cannot see afar off and have forgotten that he purged, that he was purged from his old sins. So, so Peter is reiterating these things. In fact, he talks about we've got great and precious promises. One of those promises you can read over in Ephesians, what is it, uh, 6 there, the beginning, where he's carrying over from the husband and the wife, and he speaks to the children. And he reiterates the promise that he made, even under the old covenant, in his commands. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God's giving you. And he reiterates that same promise to children in the new covenant. Honor and obey your mother and father. It's in the Lord. Why? Because it is right. It is the right thing to do. And if you want to, if you want to guard yourself, obey mom and dad. That's a message for the kids today. You want to live a long life? Obey mom and dad. Honor them in the Lord. Okay? Don't follow after their footsteps if they're in sin, but honor and obey your mother in the Lord. Your father and your mother. Do those things. That's a that's a good way to preserve your <laughs> your very life. And then this one, we may we touched on this just a little bit. Philippians chapter four, verse five. Let your moderation be known unto all men. Let, don't let them tag you as being 
a drunkard. Don't let them tag you as being a glutton. Don't let them tag you as being a, a loud mouth. Don't let them tag you as being a brawler, any of this kind of stuff. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then he says this, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, because they had seen him, they saw how he conducted himself, that he practiced what he preached, and you've seen in me, do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Hmm. And then he rejoices over them. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that he's speaking in... He's just talking about the fact that they've demonstrated their love for him by their care for him. And when they didn't have opportunity because they didn't know how to get it to him or whatever the case was, they, they didn't do that. But he's seen in them, he, and he says, let your mindset be that which thinks on good things, really good things, that which is true, that which is honest, that which is just, that which is pure, that which is lovely, that is a good report. If it has virtue, if it's worthy of praise, think on these things. If you wonder why we've called certain things out as far as behavior of those who are representatives or something like that. It's not because they're trying to be mean. It's because you set that in your mind. This is what's true. This is what's good. This is what's virtuous. This is what's pure. That's why it's called out. It's not called out to tear somebody down. Why? Because in the end, we're going to point them to the same Christ who is a savior of sinners who saved this guy, just like he saves anybody else. And people will either submit to the Christ as king or they won't. I have nothing to do with that. We are to live before them as before the face of God. We are to do before them the very things that we're talking about. And when if we do fail in that, we're to be repentant. Isn't that what David was when he was confronted? Yep. He wanted to be self-righteous. He wanted to say, oh, this guy needs to die when Nathan confronted him. And then he says, you're the man. And David shut his mouth, which is what, that's what the law does. It's supposed to shut our mouth so that we don't justify ourselves, so that we're, our ears will be open for a remedy to the situation we put ourselves in, which is we become lawless. And so therefore we need to shut our mouths and say, Lord, you're right. It's, your word's right. I'll submit to you. I'll repent to you. Grant me repentance that I need. Grant me the faith that I need. Increase my faith. And that needs to be in the Lord Jesus, not in ourselves, but in the Lord Jesus. And when we do that, we are reconciled back unto God. Christ is our intercessor for us. He's our great high priest. That's why he exists. He, he lives 
forever to make intercession for us. That's what the writer of Hebrews says. Let me ask you something, friend. Do you got a great high priest who does that for you? Who intercedes on your behalf? One who's righteous, perfect, without sin? I do. His name is Jesus. Yeshua. That's the one who does it. So while we're being poisoned in, or at least they're attempting to poison us in our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, where can we draw protection from? From the Creator. Through His Son, the Lord Jesus. And I could go back and I could read Psalm 91. What does it talk about? Hiding ourselves in the shadow of the Almighty. Pestilence, not worried about you. Hiding myself in the shadow of the Almighty. Terrorists, not worried about you. Hiding myself in the shadow of the Almighty. Lying politicians, I'm not worried about you. Hide myself in the shadow of the Almighty. This is, this is where we got, and I'll tell you, he will give us the answers. You may not think you know the answers now. I don't claim to know all the answers either, but I know where I can find them. I know the one who gives them. And that's what I want to encourage you to do today. Bradley, be with you at three. We'll be back with you in the morning, Lord willing, 6 a.m. Talk to you then.